We've all been hurt. We all carry scars. We can all overcome these things and be healed through a relationship with Jesus Christ. Let's build that relationship together right here. Welcome to Healing Scars with Pastor Burton. Hey everybody, welcome back to the sanctuary. So, we're going to be talking about something uh, a little a little different today. All right. So let me let me ask you this before we get started. Do you know what a life verse is? There are those verses that we all go to in hard times. Uh, that you know, they're the ones that they give us comfort. Um, they give us strength if we need it. That that peace of heart, that peace of mind. You know, even even Jesus quoted scripture when he was being tempted in the wilderness and when he was going through hardship. Uh, even people who don't fully understand scripture have favorites. Think about it. We see things all over the place. Uh, like, take for example, John 3.16. It's at every sporting event imaginable. You know, political rallies, just everywhere. If there's a gathering, there's somebody that has something that says John 3.16, right? You know, um, written on the, the first few pages of many Bibles is the Psalm, uh, Psalm 119, verse 105, um, which says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. And, you know, and a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, pastors that are out there will, will use this psalm uh, as an opening prayer uh, during the opening of their services. Uh, you know, you, might, you may have even found yourself using it if you're familiar with this verse. Uh, a ring that I often wear um, is inscribed with Philippians 4.13. Uh, and, and Philippians 4.13 uh, says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Right? That's, that's another real popular one. Now, I'm going to go through another favorite verse of mine. And, and this thing, I'm telling you, that light's going to go on and be like, whoa. I, this, Hold on tight, because this is, I mean, this is going to blow your mind. This is great. And, and, and I love it. Uh, um, and a big part of it is because I love silly things. I like to be entertained. You know, I don't know about you, but, you know, I, you know, that's part of something that pulls me in. I don't, I don't want to sit there, you know, it's like I'm, like I'm sitting in front of Charlie Brown's teacher, just something boring, you know, and, you know, this is something that much like a couple weeks ago, um, when we learned about a certain talking donkey. Remember that? You know, so you can't say that the Bible can't entertain us while teaching us at the same time. But, you know, I, I digress. I'm going down a rabbit trail here. Let's get back on track. Um, so we have quite a bit to go through, and, and, you know, in a little bit of time. So let me ask you this. Have you ever thought about God's armor? Or more specifically, I should be asking, is that all that's being worn? No, of course not. People aren't naked under there. You know, especially you think about God's underwear. There's there's nothing on the backside. It's all to the front. You know, the only thing that's back there is, you know, on the backside is God. And, and nobody's back there mooning him, you know. Uh, no one's showing off their backside uh, for that. So so did you know that God told someone to buy underwear? No, I have not fallen off my rocker. I promise you. Bear with me. We're going into that right now. Okay, so for those who follow with their Bible, and for those of you who, who just like to take notes and then go back later on, uh, I'll invite you to join me in Jeremiah chapter 13. And that is where we're going to be spending, you know, the bulk of our time today. So um, just so you know, I will be reading from the CSB um, translation today. Um, 
So it, it, it's going to read a little different from what some of you all say. Uh, and I'll, I'm going to address that here in a moment. So let's start off, though. Jeremiah chapter 13, verses 1 through 2. The Bible says, This is what the Lord said to me. Go and buy yourself a linen undergarment and put it on. But do not put it in water. So I bought the underwear, as the Lord instructed me, and put it on. Now, depending on what translation you're reading, your Bible most likely says loincloth, waistband, linen girdle, a linen sa uh, sash, or a linen belt. But think about it. What, what is that? It's underwear. And, and think about underwear back in those days. It wasn't the, the thin, you know, easy-to-pull-up stuff that we wear today. <clears throat> it, it was a much bigger cloth that was wrapped around and, and affixed to people in a much different manner, much like the clothing of that time was much different than what we wear today. And even, even some of the changes, you know, in the last, you know, 40 years, uh, you know, are, are, you know, have our clothing different. You know, and, and it seems silly. We can laugh. It's like, really? Underwear? Underwear? What in the world is this doing? Why is it? You know, what, what's going on? This has to be the most absurd thing I have ever come across in the Bible. You know, but we have to keep in mind that every verse is here to learn from. It is. So as, as silly as it is, like I said, we can laugh. It is funny. And we're talking about underwear here, right? Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 through 17, the Bible reminds us, All scripture is inspired by God and is profitable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. You see, it's it's God's word. It's his truth. And he's given it to us to help us. And, and just like this scripture, does it make sense, you know, right out the gate? Does life always make sense? No. Does Christianity always make sense? You know, the things that we're called to? No, absolutely not. But, you know, it's a reminder that we need to keep our eyes on Jesus and not get caught up in the world that's around us. Because, you know, of course, you know, we, we take our eyes off of Jesus and we start looking around. That's when we start to sink. Okay? So, this is where we really start to go into it. All right? At, at some point, you will be different from everyone else that's around you. And you're going to have to take a stand. You are going to have to make that choice as to whether you care more about the ways of the world and what the world says or God. Plain and simple. World or God. And when we say the world, really, you know, it's Satan or God. It, it'll be a life or death moment. Now, it could be literal. It could be quite literal. But... You know, um, you'll, you know, it could be the other way. You know, you might be, more, you know, blessed with a long life. And this, you know, that, that, that moment was simply a turning point where you had um, that, that literal come to Jesus talk with the Lord and, and furthered your relationship with them. You know, look, look at the chaos that we see in the news today. And, and look at the focal lens that Christians are being looked at through. You know, much like in the earliest days of the term Christian, 
it's increasingly being used, uh, you know, kind of as, as, as like a curse word. You know, the, the term Christian is being used to mock and ridicule professing Christians by many groups today. Like, oh, those Christians. Oh, oh, you're a Christian, huh? Okay, sure. You know, it, it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. More and more so, you know, um, you look at all these these little groups and, you know, woke movement and all that. And, and it's it's very much turned uh, or being turned into a, a you know, a... A bad a bad term you know it's it's a flag for many people which is unfortunate but the Bible warned us that this was going to happen now with that said God is going to make us uncomfortable and once we're uncomfortable he's going to test us you know I, I saw I see this meme and it pops up fairly re, you know regularly you know at least, at least a couple times a year and, and it says when you're going through hard times and you wonder where God is, remember, the teacher is always quiet during a test. Let me say that again. When you're going through hard times and you wonder where God is, remember, the teacher is always quiet during a test. And it's true. You know, think about it. It's like when you're in school or anywhere else, you know, even like, you know, continuing education once you hit the professional world, you know, are you really able to ask questions during a test? No, no. It's like you, you either know it or you don't, you know, and, and that, you know, that's, that's what the test shows us. You know, how much, how much do we know? What do we need to work on? You know, and, and, you know, so with that said, you know, we're going to be looking at underwear today because we, before we put on, you know, his armor, we need to have our underwear on. So uh, that brings me to our first point, you know, new underwear, it's vivid. It's nice, you know. Think about it. we are all bright. We, we all are. And, and Jesus even talks about this. More specifically, he talks about the salt and the light. In, in Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16, the Bible says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt should lose its taste, how can it be made salty? It's no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket, but rather on a lampstand. And it gives light for all who are in the house. <clears throat> in the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. You know, we're, we're called to be the light in other t people's times of darkness. You know, just like uh, when you're drawn to a candle when a room is dark, you know, or, you know, uh, you know a nightlight, you know, in the hall, and you're trying to make your way down in the middle of the night and not wake anybody. You know, we're all drawn to the Lord's light um, when we find those dark times in life as well. You know, and we should all strive to let his light shine through us for others to see. You know, I, you know, many of you know, I worked in first response for, for a long time. You know, and, and that's one of the things that, you know, when I was a tra trainer um, that I would say, um, you know, is if you're not there to help people in their darkest hour, this isn't a job for you. But you know what? As a Christian, we're all called to be there in people's darkest hours. So whether you like it or not, 
that is the part of the job. All right. And you think about it, even new black underwear is bright. I mean, I mean we're talking black, right? It's like, what do you mean bright? Well, think about it. You know, it's, it's that, it's that nice shiny black. It hasn't had that chance to, to fade, you know, or, or get spots, you know, or turn gray or those, those little, those little thin areas from, from wearing it so much, you know, it, it doesn't look worn yet. So it's still very vibrant, you know, on the flip side of that new, new underwear, just like other, you know, types of clothing, it's not always the most comfortable, you know, it hasn't been, hasn't been broken in yet. You know, it's, it's nice. It's supportive, but it hasn't quite molded to, to your body yet, you know, and as a Christian, you know, we know that, that being a Christian isn't always the most comfortable, especially when we're being questioned about our faith. You know, uh, when, when, when people make those, those anti-Christian comments, you know, they take those things like, um, Jesus love you. And they, they turn it into a joke like, Oh, Jesus loves you. Yeah. You know, um, we all know the types. So, which and that brings me to my, my next point, you know, our, our underwear, it needs to be fresh. So let, let's, let's go back into Jeremiah 13 here, verses 3 through 7. The Bible says, Then the word of the Lord came to me a second time. Take the underwear that you bought and are wearing and go at once to the Euphrates and hide it in a rocky crevice. So I went and I hid it by the Euphrates as the Lord commanded me. A long time later, the Lord said to me, Go at once to the Euphrates and get the underwear that I commanded you to hide there. So I went to the Euphrates and dug up the underwear and got it from the place where I had hidden it. But it was ruined of no use at all. You see, once the linen wasn't fresh, it became useless. You know, no, nobody should be wearing dirty underwear. You know, you should be changing it regularly and, and you know i really i hope you are um you know and, and serving um, god and growing in our relationship with him is no different you know god has a ton of new things to share with us every single day but we need to look and we need to listen not just hear it but listen you know there's a difference between hearing and listening you know and, and we have several tools that, you know at our at our disposal uh, to help us with this, you know, just just to name a few, you know, we 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 have the Bible, uh, we have di you know different groups. There's camps out there, um, you know, you, you can start a journal, um, you know, take notes and ask questions, write down prayers, you know, and it gives you something later to go back and look over, you know, and and, and you can take special note, you know, when when you see those answered prayers, like whoa, yeah, that was answered, that's awesome, okay, great, that's one more thing I can praise and you know add to my you know my 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 own testimony about how God's helped me in my life. You know, uh, your your relationship with God really it, it determines whether or not your underwear is fresh, if it's dirty, or if it's useless. All right, but which you know brings me to that that next point. You know, your underwear it's yours and it's yours alone. You know, nobody should be wearing somebody else's underwear. You know, for that matter, I mean, do, do you really want to? I mean, no. You know, it should be yours. You know, don't play dress up with someone else's drawers. You know, as, as individuals, we don't even like to wear the same kind of underwear. 
You know, think of all the different types that are out there. You have your boxers, your briefs, your panties, etc. You know, when you think of all the different decorations, you know, you have your plane, you have your colorful, the superheroes, polka dots, stripes, etc., etc., on down the line. There's so many different kinds. There's something out there that fits everyone's taste, right? So, you know, your relationship with God, it's no different. You can't have a relationship with God through other people. It can't happen. It should, you know, and you shouldn't want that. See, God wants to have a personal relationship with each of us individually. And everyone's relationship is different. Just your, like your relationships with other people. You know, your, 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 you know, your friends and your, you know, think about it. You know, your, your, your relationships with your friends um, and, and different family members, they're all different. You know, um, your, your parents, for example. Your relationship with your parents is nothing like the relationship that your parent um, that your siblings have, you know. Matter of fact, your parents don't even probably treat you guys quite the same, you know. Same could be said, you know, for your spouse, for your children, your neighbors, your coworkers, and so on. You have a unique relationship with all of these people, just like they have a unique relationship with you. You know, the person that you consider your best friend, somebody else can't stand. The same for you, right? Your relationship with God cannot and will not ever be the same as anyone else's for the exact same reason. Coming together with the church isn't enough. Reading your Bible isn't enough. Prayer isn't enough. You have to have that relationship with God. And this comes back to using our tools. There are hundreds of Bible apps, devotionals, journals, in addition to the good old-fashioned you know, paper and ink that we've all grown up with. And there's still Bible stores out there. I mean, you go in there and you might even have to ask for help because they have so many different types. You know, you can participate in Bible studies, read books to gain or improve insight into certain things that you might find confusing. You know, trying to have a relationship with God through other people is just like wearing someone else's underwear. It really is. You know, and there's no excuse for any of us at this point, especially when we have so many options available to us. All right, which brings me to my next point. You know, God's underwear, you know, it's, it's snug and supporting. So join me now in Jeremiah 13. Um, we're going to go through verses 8 through 11 here. The Bible says, so verses 8 through 11, uh, the word of the Lord came to me. This is what the Lord says. Just like this, I will ruin the great pride of both Judah and Jerusalem. These evil people who refuse to listen to me, who follow the stubbornness of their own hearts, and who have followed other gods to serve and bow and worship. They will be like this underwear of no use at all. Just as underwear clings to one's waist, so I fasten the whole house of Israel and Judah to me. This is the Lord's declaration, so that they might be my people for my fame, praise, and glory, but they would not obey. 
You know, it, your underwear, your underwear should support you. And God will support you. But you have to listen and you have to obey. Even when it doesn't make sense. Even when you don't want to. Oh, that's a big one there, huh? Yeah. You know, we have to get close. And we have to hold on to God. You know, I think about Jesus going through the crowd. What were people trying to do? They're reaching out. They're trying to grab him, you know, trying to hold on to his, his clothing, you know. When we stray from God, we start to wear out. We get stretched real thin. Even the elastic band on your underwear eventually wears out and breaks. That little snap, right? Then that underwear, it becomes useless. Gone from your your life at that point. It's in the trash. Done. Gone. Bye-bye. Rubbish. See, when, when we push those boundaries of how we go through life in the world and try to see how much we can do on our own without God, our relationship with Him, it's getting stretched real thin. It's getting pulled to that limit. And if we keep pushing... And pushing and pushing, eventually we get too far away and it breaks and we become lost. And it's because we get caught up on our own pride, which is a very, very ugly sin. And, and if, you, if you haven't been paying attention, that is the whole point of Jeremiah 13. See, we all know actions speak louder than words. What people see Versus what they hear, that's going to send up some red flags if they don't match up. You know, and, and, as, and Jeremiah, as you can see, he liked to use things that would get people's attention and their curiosity. You know, really suck them in. You know, so you know that so that he could get the point across. The illustration here, well, was showing what had happened to Judah, and really, you know, we see it. We see it happening today all around us. You see, Judah, you know, at one point they had been really close. To God, really close, and they're, they're God's people, right? But at by this point, they they were becoming useless because of their pride. Things were stretching thin. See, he chose underwear because it it was and it and still is today an extremely intimate thing. It's a very intimate piece of clothing, you know, um, and, and and because of their pride. They were walking around in, in ruined skivvies, and, and soon they would have a fallout with God if something didn't change. And that's the whole point. You know, even today, see, we have to renew our relationship with God daily. You know, much like chapters in our lives begin and come to our close, our underwear needs to be changed as well. And sometimes we have to do it a lot more frequently so that we can become closer to Jesus and become the people that he wants us to be. The people he wants us to be. We have the instruction. We know, we know what we need to be doing. We need to start doing it. That's where we get our hope. Because in his mercy and his grace, we've been given this chance to have this relationship. We haven't just been cast to the side. Jesus took the cross for us. So that we can start living for him. 
So the next time you're pulling out a fresh pair of underwear, help you think about this. Think about Jeremiah 13 and that it serves as a reminder. God's there and he will support you. But you have to maintain that relationship. Thank you for joining me today here at Healing Scars with Pastor Burton. If you'd like to know more about our ministry or how you can support us, you can do so by going to our website at BeTheLightSanctuary.org or you can visit us on Facebook at BeTheLightSanctuary. We'll catch you next time. God bless.